Hey everybody, welcome to Community Service Podcast with your boy Craig Kona right here. The people's choice, the working man, the <laughs> hero. <laughs> Just get all oh, great. I'm getting another call from the Netherlands. Fucking spammers, damn it. I don't want an HVAC system. I don't own my home. I ain't helping landlord grub. That guy's a sucker. I hope he doesn't see this. <laughs> Anyways, uh, touring near you. Where am I going? Des Moines, Iowa, Calgary, Alberta, Canada, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Then it's the un- I says stay home because I've been gone for two months straight. Anyways, I love you all. Today's guest is uh, my homie Keenan Baker. He's funny as fuck. We've been in them trenches a long time together, and this episode is very funny. And we talk about abuse. And we keep it real light. You know, <laughs> I love y'all tuning in right now. Rate, review, like, subscribes. You know, they be shadow banning fools. Turn on your alert systems for me. Bye bye now. Yeah. We rolling? Yeah. Let me see here. All right. <laughs> Gotta get ready, man. We be getting them views, you know? I, <laughs> I'll be sometimes, sometimes I'll be having a hair flap and then I'll say some really funny shit and then I'll go viral with a hair flap. Yeah. You know? That's embarrassing. Does it bother you, or is it one of those things like uh, it doesn't really matter because the video went? It bugs me for sure. It's like, oh, I look like hell in that, and I was like, <laughs> you need to start getting ready for your own show. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, why are you taking zero effort? Yeah, you have a platform, you have fans, and you look like trash. <laughs> but maybe that's why the fans like me because I don't give a fuck about that nonsense. I mean, it might be part of your image in a sense. We're just like, yeah, it looks like because I, I don't think it looks like trash, but I think it's just like your character's just like, man, I'm just like, I'm just living I just life. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. So what? I got a little scab on my nose. I could put a little <laughs> mascara on it, make it go away. <laughs> Guess what? I'm human. I pick my face. You ever have too much cold brew and just start picking? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you, you sometimes you'll cover it up with like some makeup. For sure. Why? Because. Hollywood, really? Well, not well, I don't, for an audition or something like that. I get no for the stage. I wouldn't say that's Hollywood. It's more so I don't want blood on my face when I'm standing in front of 200 people at gotcha. a show. Because <laughs> I I don't you know I show everyone my tooth hole. I don't give a shit. It's yeah. funny to me, but at a certain point, it does become something like I'm on stage because yeah. I notice when people don't give a fuck about their appearance on stage. I do check out a little bit. Unless it's like in their character, like right? Norm Macdonald had stains all on his sweats when I saw him at the Laugh Factory, and it made me do two things. It made me a little sad. I was like, "Oh, he doesn't oh, yeah. care." <laughs> it's over, yeah. But then it made me <laughs> laugh. Well, I mean, I feel like a clothes appearance-wise, I feel like you should always, especially if you're. I mean, if you're going to go work out real quick, maybe not. But if people are paying a ticket to come see you, like if I'm paying a ticket, a ticket to go see Craig, and you came, yeah, dress up. And I'm like, at least in your style, you don't have to like wear a suit or yeah. anything like that. But like, uh, yeah. whatever your style is. But if you got like food stains and shit all over your, can we like, here? C- yeah, of course. Like I, I, I'll be like, what are you doing, bro? Like we just paid twenty five or whatever to see you. You came with food on your shirt. What, yeah, are you kidding me? I like, agree. Just presentable. Yeah, absolutely. Just for pre- sure. I know I, you know, I'm dirty, but I'm clean. If that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm gonna ask something that I can't believe. I don't even know. Just because I feel ashamed. Are you related to Tony Baker? We're family, man. I'll I, keep, I, I, didn't, I'll keep, I'll keep it there. We're family. Uh, I know. Okay. 
I know your family. <laughs> we're yeah. like, we're like, you know, you know how you be like, man, hey, man, that's like my brother, man. Okay. okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, because I, I just realized I'm a fan of both y'all. And then I was like, wait a minute, Baker? Baker? And they're always hanging out? I was like, are y'all? I know you're fam, but I didn't know if you're a fam fam. It just tripped me out. I was like, how have I been knowing y'all for eight, nine years now and never thought of that until today when you were a guest on my pod? You know, that's like the number one question I normally get from people. And um, I'll never fully answer it. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep it hey, like, bro. A, I'm Mexican. I respect your wishes. Yeah, it's like, but you know how it is. It's like, yeah, I was no, like, I need yeah. to not press further. No, 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 no. That's not like that. Yeah, yeah. You, you can go ahead and keep pressing. But like, yeah, I, I, you know, I met like Tony in um, uh, 2010, um, and we always talk about like, yo, we got to probably check down the bloodline to see if we are related somewhere. You know, what I'm saying, um, you know, it's when did we meet? Like, uh, oh, oh, where that that airport that remember the, the oh. fucking uh, the, the military gig the military gig <laughs> <laughs> i was hyped because i'm a military brat like i grew up in a, like my dad's a marine so like i grew up in the military my my dream was to perform for the troops so when i was presented a military gig i was like man finally my first military gig i'm hyped and you know we're on a show and the pay was decent for and, where we were at in our careers for sure we brand new boot not new boot you know what two four years in a couple yeah, a couple years in it was just but it's like for you to get to fly out the feeling was extremely mutual i mean i am not a soldier in any capacity but i respect anyone you know doing what you know you know we maybe not we go out there killing that's not a good thing but i'm just saying they're laying their life down for us yeah for yeah and and uh that's noble uh i don't really like you know the whole war and murder part you know that's pretty bad for all of us we don't know we don't shout out to you for picking you know and then then it goes deeper than that it's like you don't know what exactly are sometimes they're fighting for sometimes they'll tell you my dad be like hey man we we do we fight with some bullshit you know my dad he he kind of started to figure stuff out and be like hey man this is why are we here yeah but that's what's so noble about them because eat like your dad or or, uh my uncle or whatever this that they're still fighting for their brother so that's why i say like of course my heart goes out to you i'm excited to perform for you and give back in any capacity that i can but then you got the you know the military industrial complex right and you're just like hey guys it made me just stop dropping bombs on the whole world yeah well let me ask you this how how many how many how many military uh people were out there right (laughs) yeah that's maybe one maybe one guy bro maybe they had us in a, and it was i mean i was for me I wait, didn't, wait wait don't forget about the paperwork that we had to go through to even do this shit it it it, it, it turned it from excitement and joy and money to like i don't even want to do this yeah it was the most loopholes they're checking backgrounds id checks <laughs> yeah this and i was like i'm a comedian <laughs> you know also they're gonna there's criminals in the army what do you want i mean who are your background checking for and so we get there we take it we get on this plane small plane we land on the smallest little landing strip i was a nervous wreck because I, I like i i can't swim so even though I, I i'm just afraid of flying over water i like dancing with death it gave me excitement it made me alive <laughs> i had a boner the whole flight <laughs> i rather yeah, if I'm gonna go, I'd rather just hit land. I'd rather just hit 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 land straight on, man. Like I, I if I hit the water and I survive, then I gotta survive in the water for like hours until somebody gets us. I'm out of there, man. Yeah. I'd rather not. I'd rather take the. I'd rather be fast. Get me out of here. I don't need to, to go slow. Yeah. 
Fuck that. I don't need to float for 12 hours. Sorry, yeah, I'm getting my toes nibbled done by Mr. Sharky Shark. <laughs> but yeah, that's the show we met on. We got, I mean, I think we've probably seen each other in passing before, but then like we got we got pretty cool on that show and talked a little bit and we became like All it cool takes is one gig in the trenches to form a lifelong bond of forever love every, in this game. Every comedian that I've gotten tight with has literally been because we've been on some shit that was just like, man, this shit man, is... fuck this shit. Yeah. What are we doing out here? <laughs> Why do we... What is... There's there's spiders all over my room. There were spiders. There were spiders everywhere. <laughs> everywhere, bro. It was so scary because they put you in these barracks. Yeah. Hey, guess how much the barracks are used when there was no military on the island? Nobody's using them. The spiders are using them. Yeah. It's just spiders. <laughs> they, get, they get free room and board, free food. <laughs> it was the Channel Islands. It was called San Nichols Island. San Nichols. It was off yes. of like Ventura area. Um, How long was the fight? Like an hour? 30 like minutes? 30 minutes, 40 yeah. minutes. And it was one of those, those you know, spinnies. It, was, it, was, it looked like the plane that la bomba crashed in you know <laughs> you're just like i don't want to go in here yeah and that's the, <laughs> and that's another thing i'm just like man who t- I, yeah when you want a spinny plane i'm just like nah bro like i, I always see that fear of like a propeller one propeller going out i'm just like oh yeah, here yeah. we go it is this is Those it spinny planes took out roberto clemente la bomba fucking uh that other guy buddy buddy one buddy of the kennedys Holiday, too, right did one, it what, what, one of the kennedys you know they took him out <laughs> they were too powerful the bushes like get him get that motherfucker he knows what we've been doing oh man i'm, I'm all for a good conspiracy yeah i'll man. tell you that shit cia killed the fucking president wake up bitches <laughs> that's why they won't release the data they lost his brain how convenient <laughs> <laughs> it was only the president. And it was funny how, like, you know, the FBI shit like that. They have like, what is it? Every twenty or twenty-one? How many? Year, every year is like they got to release a certain amount of paperwork for what they've done. And then you see like paperwork come out about like how they were like targeting Martin Luther King and shit like that. And, oh like, yeah, that one guy had. He was like inches away from having photographs of them like holding up the body with like, not really. But they, you know that yeah. dude that wrote that book that. Uh, that pretty much proved that the government killed fucking uh, Martin Luther King Jr. And yeah. he said he was like one step away from just literally having physical proof evidence of files that they kept on what went down yeah. and photograph evidence. He's like, he couldn't get it though. He, he It was a fascinating interview. Of course, I don't remember his name or any facts or dates, but just fucking Google, <laughs> yeah. right, guys? <laughs> Just Google that shit, anyways. But yeah, what I'm saying it's like that. You know, they I think they have to release a certain amount of documents every certain amount of years, and then every time they release it, it's just like you start to see shit like they were doing this. Yeah, How, this is not even legal, and we go, we can still trust them, and it's just like no, 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 no. The, <laughs> the people not. say you, I, I, I have seeds and guns. I don't trust them. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, <laughs> bro. <it's, laughs> I don't fucking trust them, man. These people are waking up. Thank God. Yeah, um, I just don't understand if you just took a one glimpse at history, all institutions of power, whatever governments they may be, if it's monarch or dictator or democracy, it's con- consolidation of power and control. Yeah, forever throughout all of history, but people think it's different now. It's not. It's yeah. It's they just hide it better because the ads and tits, you know, sex sells. <laughs> they just put their corporate dick they got lubed up for your butthole right behind from t- some tits, and then you fall for it. I mean, that's I mean, that's that sounds homophobic, but you know what I mean. But you know, I'm, I'm saying in the sense of like, you know, have you ever watched a movie called Idiocracy? 
No, but I I, I have heard of it. And heard I, it? It's like I it's, heard it was good. And it's I, like what Terry Crews is like. The Terry Crews is the president. I think uh, I think it's Owen Wilson or his brother. I forgot which one. But like, um, they're in a movie, and it's just like you know he he, he gets frozen, and goes into the future, and it's just like everything is just ads and ads and TV, and you know just like you know. Uh, have you been to Times Square? I mean, time, and it's, it's essentially Times Square everywhere in that yeah. movie, in a sense. So it's just like people are getting so much dumber that they can't even, they don't even know how to water crops. They're just like, you know, we, we don't even have any crops anymore because they're they're watering the crops with uh with energy drinks. Yeah. And it's just because everybody <laughs> got so stupid. It's just like, that's what we are. It's just like, yo, if we're doing some fucked up shit. It's just like, let's just keep keep pumping something in front of them, whether it's sex, whether and we got social media, like football. Yeah. And it's just like, you go on your explore page, my explore page is full of ass. Just ass and titties. It's annoying. And all I would do, I, my, I try to watch boxing and football and anime for my shit, right? And then I look at one ass. It's one. I don't even look at it. It's like I, I scroll past, look at it for a second, scroll past it. All of a sudden, my explore page is all ass. Oh, now I got to look. You heart one, forget it. It's over. There's yeah, no more. But I heart 50 boxing videos. No more cat videos. Just tits and ass. Yo, like, come on. But when you heart anything else, it don't give you that much. Like if I heart Mm-mm. football or basketball or anything, I don't get a whole a whole page of basketball. I'd be hearting some conspiracy theories. Put my name out there. <laughs> Dancing with the algorithm devil. You know, they're going to get me. I heart it. Let them people know oh, who I is- support. <laughs> Eddie Bravo. No. I had a, uh, I had a, yeah, I, had I love a, him. I do. I had a YouTube show called Keenan's Conspiracy Theories where we kind of like went into conspiracy theories and I was kind of like the the crazy guy with the aluminum hat type thing and I would present these conspiracies to Tony actually, to Tony Baker and we'll just go down a rabbit hole of just everything. Did it you was, get shadow banned? No, I, I got hit by the Illuminati. Really? Yeah, I got, I got, I got DM. I got DM and email by the Illuminati being like, yo, like, you know, you're saying these things like what? And it, it might have been a fake email type thing, but it was like they were like awesome. Like, yo, we're 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 looking for some people on some Scientology shit. I was just like, this shit. It was creepy, bro. Yeah, it was creepy as fuck. I'm good. Maybe I will stop talking about it. I don't want no emails. <laughs> you mind your business, Illuminati. I'm over here gardening. You leave me alone. <laughs> They're like, oh, he's gonna be a perfect candidate. Fucking control and power. Yeah, man. It's so weird. Whatever you want to call them, just. I, that's why I just say institutions of power because the moment like you say Illuminati people check out it's like dude just wake up any any government or any uh, my favorite word conglomerate you know <laughs> yeah. those Bilderberg groups and those you just look it up the BlackRock portfolio they own every fucking every corporation it's insane yeah and it gets and I, I, I you know I, I don't mind going down this path but it was just like man wh- how do you not though like when you when you get into a position of power and money how do you not be like all right i want to control stuff and i want to now start to manipulate things and see if i can play like real life monopoly with people's lives and you like- you see the ceos brag about it in interviews too that's what boggles my mind i say this shit and i'm awake or whatever and i try to like spread that be like look this ceo nestle say says they don't deserve water he said that, not me. Yeah, water isn't a human right, and then we're we're the crazy ones. It's like, are you guys? Are your eyes shut? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, and it it's baffles like, me. And what do you do? Like, oh man, I remember it was a. Uh, I went to I went to see a comedy show with, with Bill Burr, and it was like when he was working on material a few years ago, and he was saying how like you pretty much got to get rid of everybody from the top. 
Yeah, I like, agree. He was like, you got to get. That's why he's my hero. And he was just like, and he, <laughs> that's and why and I share his on some message. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a huge Bird fan, but it was like, it's on some shit like, yo, you got to get rid of them in the sense like you got to get rid of them. Because yeah. Because it's, it's like, at, at the end of the day, it's like, they're they're teaching this stuff down the family line. It's just like, yo, but I, in my personal opinion, you get rid of them, somebody's going to step in place. Um, not if you get rid of them too. But who do we know? You just right? teach lessons. You open the books and you get some. Uh, you know, it's the, the you just watch. You get a little nice Gandalf the Gray up there, some Navy Seals, some <laughs> some positive benevolent beings, and then uh, and then just open everything public. You know how we. we but I know this is the lamest solution. That's yeah. it's far more intricate than that. But if you made all the books public where they funnel their money from yeah they can't do it anymore right and you get some forensic nerds fucking accountants watching that shit if it's public the, the world won't allow it you know that's the thing back in the day the media was the only thing to check right. institutions of power and and then it wasn't they got bought up and now no there's nobody checking them they're not printing the truth yeah, and that's that's the scary part about it is is whoever has the bread, most people will sell themselves for the bread. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's for like, that bag money. Yeah, for that, it's like all of us people in our community have done it to us all the time. It's like they'll sell out people in our community and be like, "Well, we, we'll, you." Yeah, and but uh, what was I watching? I forgot. I was watching some documentary on Netflix. One of these documentaries. There's um, too many of them. And uh, it's, it's just all corruption. And pretty much, top. this dude was part of the. He was part of the country Fuck. where he was like they would go to these like these you know to like you know um you know whether it's like a. Uh, Cuba or whatever the case may be, anybody look, hey, we got this money for you. We need you guys to kind of start to uh, push things this way. Nah, we ain't doing that shit. All right, man, we're gonna give you this much money. Nah, we ain't doing that shit. All right, look, man, we don't want to kill you, but yeah. we will kill your daughter. So if you don't do this, we're gonna kill your daughter, not you, but you're gonna, we're gonna make you watch this type shit. That's that Escobar shit. Right. Also, who trained Escobar? I guarantee you, he stole some tactics from the School of Americas. Right. Look so when, that one up. So you're when welcome. you go down, when you go down that rabbit hole, or when somebody does that to you, let's say you had a family, you had a daughter, you, you're not, you're gonna be like, well, fuck it, I gotta just eat this. I gotta just, I gotta sell my people out. Yeah, they're just, gonna kill my daughter. It's or just my, like, my do I, do I want death or a bag of money? I like uh, the money more so than the bullet to the head <laughs> or my daughter's head you know that's where that's where it gets tricky it's like you might be like well go ahead and kill me i'm, I'm not afraid to die but i'm like no we don't want to kill you because we know you're we know you about it we, we know that you're willing to die for this yeah but your daughter's not and you just like and oh, your son. that changes your perspective real quick you just like fuck and you be like oh Yo, well, we kill your wife we're like eh, all right you know she's been nagging a little bit lately so go ahead and take her out but like if you <laughs> but if you say like my child <laughs> you may <be> like <laughs> You might be like, hey, man, like, you know. My girl didn't make me a smoothie day. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Send that bullet. <laughs> you know, my girl was like, let's I'm make at a peace now. My no, girl was like, let's go to Craig's house and just... make a trip out of the beach. I'm just like, oh, I just came. I was coming to do my, my man's podcast and head back to the crib. Now we got to, you know. <laughs> no. You know. No, I felt so rude because, I was, like, my lady is working today. And I was just like, ah. Oh. That's why I was like, no, 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 no. I, I, I forgot. I, I didn't tell you. I remember you said, "Hey, if you want to come down and make it a beast," and I, I meant to. I forgot. I meant to text you, like, "Yo, I'm gonna bring my my." I just feel guilty. Motherfuckers drive an hour, hour and a half to me. I'm like, well, the beach is right there, but then it turned out to be overcast and not so sunny. But still, it's right there. Yeah, Palos Verdes is gorgeous. Just cruise up the coast. There's all sorts of just little fucking. 
tea and scrumpets, you know, just rich people shit. Yeah, well, I know she likes she likes to she wants to pretty much visit every beach she can in California because she's she's from uh, she's from Maryland, so she like okay she wants to come out here and she wants to she wants it she doesn't care if it's overcast. She's like, cool, I can go for a nice little walk and see how this beach is, and you know maybe this is gonna be my new beach. Oh, place. I should have told her to. I hope she figured it out. Just walk towards the cliffs because mm-hmm. there's a little little uh, cul-de-sac. What the hell is it called? Cove, and uh, sometimes there's these big old seashells there. Oh yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she, she I, I think she'll figure it out. She'll be all right. <laughs> Sorry about that, man. Dude, this smoothie is disgusting. <laughs> oh, I keep pulling out fucking fiber in my fucking ginger. Once you had arugula, bro, it's oh, arugula up. is like the bully of distaste. I I have to do something on this pod because on my last one I sound like an ignorant fucking idiot. I was just like, yeah, there's stuff in my smoothie. <laughs> But now I'd like to say the vitamins because I was th- I'm going to this healthy holistic doctor that doctor you know Doctor Sebi yeah I went, shit? I went through course. that I went yeah, through all yeah. that too yeah Doctor Sebi Ayurvedic healing and and alkaline shit and yep. anyways this is what I'm on the names of it it's not called booty juice it's called <laughs> this my, this is why I don't remember Mon Shishta powder Bronmi Anantmul powder Shank Kapushpi powder, <laughs> Jatamansi powder, Yashtimadu powder, with a teaspoon of coconut water. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing you pronounce correctly. <laughs> you read this shit, man. I don't know. Uh, healthy mind, healthy memory, healthy metabolism, which is a whole bunch of uh, just uh, vitamins. It's all holistic shit. So you don't natural throw, shit. So you don't throw like sea moss and bladder racks in there. Yeah, I got some. Uh, she legit. I don't have any Irish sea moss. Yeah. Or sea moss. Um, but I love all of that shit. And then in the smoothie is celery, cucumber, arugula, blueberries, chia seeds, raw honey, turmeric, collagen for the hair. You know, I gotta keep it silky. That's he didn't put that on there. That's from Costco. That's my white side putting that in. Um and uh yeah, just there's the information. Ayurvedic healing. Uh this dude's down in Long Beach, Dr. Jai. <laughs> did you finish the name? Did you I quit, man. I just aborted it. I was like, nah, I don't know. I don't, don't want to butcher try. it. Yeah. I, was, I, was, <laughs> I like how I just went, mm. I didn't know how to end it. Anyways, yeah, I love that. Dude, Dr. Sebi's the man. Yeah, I went down a huge rabbit hole. Um, you know, um, They fucking took that full out. I, I, okay, I, enough conspiracy theories. I started all. I started all positive light. So, what are we doing to combat all this bullshit? Now, like you know, what do you take to get them nutrients in? Well, I mean, I fucked up, man. I was, I was pretty, I was pretty much, I was like ninety, like ninety five percent vegan for like four years. Every once in a while, I get like a because I love lobsters. Every once in a while, I get like some lobster. But like, I was like, we we did it. Me and my wife did a vegan. You go lobster hooping, right? Right, right. Don't, don't there, tell man. me that, man. Don't tell me that. Well, yeah, we'll go, we'll go fishing. But like, was so what we did was we did a thirty day challenge first, and then because I found out my dad he had um you know he had some he had some uh, uh some some health issues. So immediately when I heard about that, um I don't know literally like Doctor Sabi just like his shit just popped up. God so I went sent down, him. Yeah, so I went down a rabbit hole. I sent my dad like a, a three hundred dollar package. Like yo, I bought him a package to you know for like that had all the stuff that's supposed to like help get rid of that stuff and everything like that. And um, so after the 30 day challenge, we just kept, we just pretty much stayed vegan as much as possible. Besides, like, it's a lot every once in a while. Once you slip, man, it's that slip. That's so, what happened with the weed, happened with the sugar, happens with everything. Bro, so literally, oh. man, literally, bro, 
for four years, we were good. And then, you know, we came back from Hawaii. My wife was just like, you know what? I think I'm going to start like eating chicken again. You know what I'm saying? I was like, all right, cool. And then, then that cheeseburger slipped in. Nah, so I'm, I, still don't eat, I still don't eat beef or pork, but I went, I, I went, I got like that day we went back on chicken. I got four chicken sandwiches at once. Like, cause I didn't, I didn't get a chance to try to pop out. Oh, you, you got the attic gene in your too, so, huh? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. My dad, my dad was an alcoholic. My mom was on drugs, like heavy, like crack, something like that. So like, I, like I don't drink, but I'll take four chicken yeah, sandwiches. Yeah, the addiction is in me. I'm afraid to, like, to lock on to shit. Like I'm afraid to be that. And I was in the car just stuffing like double fist and fucking oh, yeah. chicken sandwiches, man. Attic I was just behavior. like, oh, 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 oh. oh man, I felt like a fucking coon, bro. I was just like, I couldn't believe I was eating this much chicken at once. And it was, it was like, it tasted so bad and good at the same time. And I didn't care how my stomach felt. And I haven't had chicken in four years. Now I haven't had beef in like maybe eight and pork in over like 10 years. But like, you know, I, I don't, I don't miss any, I, I only missed that. You don't miss cheeseburgers? No. Cheeseburgers is my kryptonite. But fried chicken sandwich, Chick-fil-A is my favorite fast food restaurant. Minus their, you know, maybe hateful agenda. I, uh, but the chicken. <laughs> I, had, I literally, chicken. we literally ate it right before we walked in. <laughs> we had it before we came here. It's so good. <laughs> it's amazing. Dude, the Chick Fil A sandwich with Oreo shake is just is just comfort food. That's what I got yeah. right after my eyeball surgery. I was like, give me a chicken sandwich. <laughs> my eyeballs hurt. But I'm a cheese, sad. A cheeseburger, bro. Like I, I feel like I feel like uh, vegans have done a pretty good job. You know, and uh, the Beyond Meat and Beyond Burger to where I don't miss it as much. Yeah, but all that soybean oil and it then becomes almost more unhealthy. If you're, I, that's where I get like this, that Beyond Meat is not healthy. Oh, it's not. I know it tastes good. Yeah. I've eaten at Crossroads in Hollywood. I make yeah. a little money now. <laughs> you don't think I made a reservation <laughs> once? Haven't been back. That was an expensive, impossible burger. Yeah. <laughs> but you're essentially eating a science experiment. Yeah, you fucking yeah. are. Yeah. That's what bugs me. That's like that shit. It's like, all right, I'm down with the hundred percenters. Like if you fucking vegan and you do it right. But then if you're eating like plastic cheese and plastic meat, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Go yeah. chew on a carrot and be hondo. Yeah. I, I think you're, 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 you're probably fake. feeling like yeah. you're fake. <laughs> you're fake. You're fake. You hey, essentially. Vegan. No, you're not vegan. You, yeah. you, you're getting some Monsanto GMO. Oh, you think you're better than me because you don't eat animals now. But you still eat, yeah. you're still putting bad stuff in your body. Wait so. till you get that hematoma in your nutsack. Huh? <laughs> See if Montanto, Montanto will cover the bill. I can't talk. Monsanto. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I agree. It's just one of those things like, you know, it's probably best to probably just be plant-based or probably on like Dr. Sabi's diet, which is hardest. It's hard. It's impossible. Fuck. That motherfucker said that garlic isn't good or something. Spinach is acidic. Garlic, like, broccoli, cauliflower. You're like, come on, man. But. <laughs> But he was into that ancient food. That's why I know it's true. This like yeah. if it if if science hit it, it was manipulated and it changed the changes the uh, whatever natural biochemistry for us to digest it. That was his right. whole point. Right. Exactly. So yes. I know there's hybrid apples and there. I know there's Monsanto and GMO and crazy shit. And then I know that there's a separate world where. A pink lady had sex with a green apple, and you made, you know, like a natural <laughs> hybrid. Like, I am aware of this. Like, right. the comment section, this guy don't know. I fucking yeah. know. I'm just saying, they're playing God over here, and I don't like that. I, I, yo, that's, and that's what it really is. They, they, they literally are, and it's just like, you know, I'm like this. I, I think in, in, in most cases in general, most things are in moderation. Right. Yeah, exactly. If if a bee cross pollinates an apple and makes a hybrid or a lemon orange, that's good. God was in 
grace with that. If the scientist is trying to self-terminate seed to patent it, so you have to buy it, it from their corporation and all other natural food will cease to exist, that's bad, guys. Yeah. That's my whole point. I mean, have you ever had cotton candy grapes? Yeah, they're fantastic. <laughs> Do you know oh. that's where the sugar came from to make cotton candy? Did you know that? No. Is that, I worked is at that Trade Joe's 11 years. Okay, okay, you don't think I got some info on cotton grape candy? I mean, a uh, 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 grape. Yeah, that's crazy, right? What? I thought it was reverse, too, because I was like, what kind of uh, uh, Frankenstein grape is this? And then we got a little paperwork. Could have been psyop. Could have candy... been a psyop. They fed me the wrong information. Well, now I thought, I'm spreading lies. I thought cotton candy grapes was fairly new. I thought it was probably in the past, like ten years. So the little brochure I read, because I used to be the produce man. I love produce. That was the only part I enjoyed was stacking apples. It was a weird therapeutic thing. I'll show you some photos, some apple <laughs> display. My shit look <laughs> nice. I took. I had pride in my work. Yeah, it's a shit job. But I took pride in it. I don't give a fuck. And then. Uh, so they give you this little pamphlet, and it's because everyone was like, oh, shit, how'd they get cotton candy in the grape? But it right. was the exact opposite. So this grape was so sweet and so delicious and so sought after that they took the flavor from that and sh and got sugar from that and made cotton candy. Help me out, because I read that like six years ago. What's the history yeah, behind it? right now. And then the grape flavored the cotton candy but then the cotton candy was such a big hit yeah it took over that people forgot about the fucking grape oh okay and then so they, but they made it a they remarketed the grape as a comeback because i didn't hear about this grape 10 years ago i, forgot, I like, didn't either within, within the past five years or so i started hearing about cotton candy grapes and i was just like i ain't getting this shit and then she just bought it one day at the crib and i was so just good like, and i was just like i don't think this is this is this is, i know this isn't right but it's right no you're right i'd say it <laughs> entered my life about five six years ago as well all I'm finding is that it was invented in 2011 as a part of a crossbreeding project by uh They fucking lied to me. This is what I hand-pollinated, cross-pollinated millions of grapes to combine sweet concord grapes with common grapes in order to make them firmer. Oh, uh, those concord grapes. And yeah, that it looks like it's just two different grapes blended together. In 2011? Yeah. So what fucking paper did I read at Trader Joe's? <laughs> Am I that? Is this? This scared me. Is this Shutter Island? Did I lose my mind? Where did I pull that information from? I know I read that shit because I'd always read those fucking produce. Bro, books. they they get, they put together a fake pamphlet on your ass. And you were just like, yeah, this, this is fucking it. bullshit. Because I was like, I was about to say, I, they, we would at least. I never cotton. heard of them either until five six years ago. That's why I was like, who, who the fuck? Are you sure, man? I'm looking. I'm looking. Because cotton candy been around at least since we were children. So at least I feel like at least since like the '80s, early '90s, at least I feel like it's been longer than that for sure. What was and, what was that magazine called we used to get when I worked there? The Bulletin. Yeah. No, that the new the future products. Yeah, the Bulletin. The Bulletin. Yeah, yeah. No, I read that shit. Trader Joe's. I wouldn't just man. pull that out of my fucking ass. I hate liars. <laughs> Trader Joe's lied to me, and then I lied to you. But you did you enjoy work? Did you enjoy working there? Otherwise, or like? one to two hours a day? Yes, the people were dope. My coworkers were dope. We laughed, and I would fuck around. But of course, you're still stocking canned goods and have to clean up people's shit, and they're yeah. monsters. Y'all are assholes. You <laughs> yeah. fucking monsters. I will return say, your cards, you pieces of shit. Every Trader Joe's that I go into, I feel like the employees do like each other, and I feel like they don't like the people all the time. And I get it. I worked in I worked at Home Depot for nine years. Oh shit! And I hated you people. I hated. Yeah, I hated all y'all. Like, <laughs> Home Depot. I could honestly say would be worse than Trader Joe's, because of the uh, the 
you get way more questions and like crazy questions. Like, how do I build my house? And you're just like, <laughs> yes. oh boy. Yeah, bro, and they don't understand that. Like, that's why I ended up moving to receiving, the receiving. So I had to, I didn't have to deal with people, just truck drivers. But like, I used to work in building and lumber. And they would come in there and be like, all right, cool. I'm trying to build this from scratch. I'm like, bro, you, you understand I'm like, I'm 20? Yeah, we, we, <laughs> what are you talking uh, about? The tape measures are over there, asshole. Yeah. I don't. What do you want from me? And training what? is training is literally on a computer for your section. So they just tell you like, all right, they'll give you some basic stuff like you might need these type of you need pressure treated two by fours for like outside and like weather stuff and like plants and stuff like that. You use regular two by fours for like a lot of stuff like if you're doing like construction inside the house or whatever the case may be for the foundation. But it's just like you're learning basic stuff. And they're just coming to see you, asking you questions about, hey, man, so plumbing. I'm like, bro, I don't work in plumbing. So why don't you know? I'm like, bro, I'm not trained in plumbing. Like, I don't know. I literally, I barely know my section. Yeah. <laughs> you know like, what I'm saying? Hey, that's PVC pipe. Yeah, and that's all I was good for. <laughs> yeah, PVC is an aisle 11 over there. The, that's the, all I the cutter's you. down there. He cuts it. <laughs> only, and I'm with you. The only thing I took pride in, like you, you said you took pride in, like, stocking apples. The only thing I took pride in was driving forklifts because I, I was a forklift certifier. That shit becomes fun, man. Oh, bro. So just, I was driving. It does. It's just a little puzzle of it. It's like a. Yeah. Labor so, can become fun if it, it I mean, obviously not all you know digging a ditch it literally i had to do that once and my lower fucking back felt broken man so but like if you build in a house that's gotta feel good i haven't done it yet i mean you shouldn't be able to build a house by yourself bro that's ridiculous i saw a video and this girl she was comparing like um you asking can i cook but can you build a house i was just like who the fuck can build a house a whole house like a lot of times i might be a pro at plumbing but i need i need somebody that's a pro at like, you need electricians you need electricians you need people that know how to do concrete stucco and for the exterior you need all types of shit it's just like it's hard to be how how do you compare cooking to fucking building a house if i know how to build a house i, 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 I wouldn't be with you <laughs> that's number one but two the money you would make that's like you would like you know how to be a professional contractor so you can do roofing all on your own you can do electric like a uh, electrical work bro you will have bread you make so much fucking contractors. Bread. A lot of Palos Verdes is PV is like Beverly Hills on the ocean. It's unbelievable, and most of that shit is fucking contractors. And they make bread. They used to come in there. A couple guys used to come in there, and, and they'll tell me how much they make. And they're like, "Yeah, I'm making like two, three hundred grand a year easily. Like that's just easy work." And, that's, and all they are, they're, they're just the general. Yeah. They don't even pick up the hammer anymore. Exactly. They just know all the information. And that shit that they're getting on the table. They get a lot of shit under the table. Yeah. I guess this is probably dry snitching, but fuck y'all. No, no. <laughs> you ain't giving names. It's all right. <laughs> I ain't giving no names. But that's how, in a sense, it was just like, yo, they also get a lot of stuff under the table. So imagine if you're making two, 300 grand, just, you know, that they are seeing, but then you're probably making another like 50 to 100 grand under the table or some other shit. Like, hey, I do this for you, but just like, don't, we ain't gonna market in the, the books in that case. Just, just give me this much money flat rate. I got you. That's the best shit ever. Yeah. And that's how I, I roll with like my little bar shows locally. You know, I, I headline uh, comedy clubs now, but I'm like, I'll I'll uh, I'll go, be like, oh, let me go do this bar show for a little under the table money to yeah. then pay my managers their fee. Yeah. So like my, you know, fuck you, government. <laughs> don't be don't be getting me, man. <laughs> I know I just ratted on myself. It's five hundred dollars, man. Let me get it. You gotta pay the piper, you know. Yeah, watch the alphabet boys. They on your ass, man. They yeah. they want their money regardless. So I don't play monsters. that game. <laughs> fucking monsters, dude. Alphabet boys. I that's great. I don't know if I've ever heard that. Fuck all the alphabet yeah, boys. All the alphabet FBI, boys. FBI, CIA, IRS. 
suck my nuts dipped in diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, God I said damn. it. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, spicy diarrhea too. DEA. <laughs> Fuck you, man. ATF. So what? So what if the serial numbers are scratched off, you know? What's it to you, copper? <laughs> <laughs> Coppers. <laughs> Fucking Chester Copper Pot. Oh, man. Hang on. What else? I had something. I lost it on my little rant. Uh, no, but you're so fun. What's up? There's nothing I can find about the cotton candy grapes being. Where the fuck that information come? I wouldn't just make some shit up like that. I always try to seek the truth. Trader Joe's fucking lied to me. I read that shit. Or maybe some asshole co-worker fucking told me that and I <laughs> kept it. I got to do research instantly. That's why when I be reading shit, I start Googling instantly. Otherwise, it's just downloaded and then I spit it out. And it's completely false. And you're like, you fucking asshole. You're spreading the misinformation. We're trying to be a conduit of truth. <laughs> do you feel like you had co-workers just like... Let's fuck with Craig today. Let's just give him some bullshit. I mean, apparently, because I swear to God, I knew that information. I was like, well, actually, I was so excited. You <laughs> did like a get fun a, well, actually. I was just like, no, but that's like that fun <laughs> shit. Like, if it's about history, if it's about, like, Mongols invading fucking Japanese samurai. You know, I, like, I love, well, actually, the fucking samurai fucked them up. You know, you like, came out with the, the I glasses love that like, shit. Well, actually, no, uh, I would never do it that cotton way. Cotton candy grapes came from. I, I, I hate smug motherfuckers. I was excited. I was like, yeah, yeah, I got some knowledge on this. Anytime anyone has any extra knowledge on some shit, whether it be hip hop or history or fucking produce, I know I'm a weirdo. This is shit I like. Yeah. But you got some behind the scenes stories of Wu Tang. I'm like, what? Yeah. Some ODB stories. He's the best, man. Story, I mean, I, to me, I feel like stories is kind of like, the, that's why it's my favorite part of uh, stand-up is storytelling. It's like, I feel like storytelling in general is just like. It's the best. It's the best. There's nothing better than, because like, especially if somebody knows how to tell a really great story, they paint you the picture, you kind of like sink into that room and you can see what they're talking about. It's hard when they're drunk, though. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh, man. So hard. They're just hammered. <laughs> He's talking about I had trust me. I had when I my dad is he's sober now and it's great. But like when my dad was an alcoholic, bro, let me tell you something. I used to be like, oh god, another story, because he would he would get into a loop of the same shit. Oh yeah, you know how alcoholics are. They'll just tell the same shit over and over. And just like, bro, move the story on. I don't mind you telling me this shit, but move the story on. Hey man, I don't call my daddy past six p.m. because it ain't <laughs> he ain't gonna remember the conversation. You know, so what's the point? Oh man, oh, you're just like fuck. Yeah, so that's sad. That's why I kind of this is fucked up. I need to fix this judgment. I don't like people sloppy because I was that, and I don't. I don't. You heard what I just said. I don't call daddy past six p.m. because it's just like I've been I, there. Yep. It probably just makes me sad and mad or whatever. But if I see that in a friend, I just I check out and I go. I'll, I'm a, I'm out. That's yeah. fucked up because that's judgmental, and I don't want to judge them because I was them forever. You know, like, what do I do? Yeah, it's it's a weird thing because it's like when you have the discussion with them and they're not ready to have that discussion or receive it, then it's just like, you, you know, can't tell them either. Now you're preaching. It's like, bro, just let me have my fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, um, I, I I've never been I've never been on any kind of drugs like that or like alcohol, but I watched it firsthand with my 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 mother and my father, with my mom being on drugs and my dad being alcoholic, and just just watching that. And watching them try to get sober and then relapsing and try to get sober and then relapsing and telling them, like, you got to do better. And it's like, yo, what about I'm your child? You ain't going to do better for me? Yeah, yeah. And just like, ah, crack. And it's just like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, this, the reason why I never did it was because it's like, yo, if you're telling me you can choose this over your children, this shit must be incredible. 
You know, I, and I've drank before, so I'm not saying that. But it's just like, you know, with crack, I was just like, I can't try crack. It was like, this mother, this shit is making people get rid of their kids and sell Super yeah. Yeah, Nintendos yeah, yeah. and VCRs. You know, I've had my Super Nintendo sold, bro. You understand how pissed I fucking was? Yeah, I bet, man. <laughs> I was just like, you know. I uh, I was the one still in the Super Nintendo, so. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how you feel, but I I, I felt really bad about it. <laughs> how much can I get for this, man? I'm sorry, man. I got Mario Kart also, so. <laughs> I got GoldenEye. 64, that's worth some coin. That's huh? the classic one. That's Ooh. the end. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, when you watch people and it's just like, you know, uh, and that's why a lot of things that I, I try not to do a lot of things because you, you was like you have the addiction gene in you, and I was just like I feel like I feel like I do because it's, it's in both of my parents. So that's why I try not. That's why I didn't do. A lot of times that happens the reverse effect. We're like, man, fuck that. I went down it, and then I then I was like, man, fuck this. I, I think, gotta get something in my life. I think it goes either way, right? I think you either go to the extreme of doing it. If your parents did it growing up or you go to the extreme of like, I'm never touching this shit. Yeah. It's very rarely in the middle where you might, well, I'm, I'm going to dabble with some cocaine and some crack because my parents did it. And then I'm just dabbling it and jumping it out. But most of the time it's like you either become addicted to this shit like your parents was or you're just like, I'll never do any of this shit because I saw what it did to them. I remember uh, this is a funny story. I think this might sound fucked up. This is must be a 15 years ago. Some 4th of July. I remember going to a party. <laughs> That was like this cute girl, and then she wasn't drinking, and and back, you know, everyone's getting hammered, jello shots, Fourth of mm. July barbecue party, and then I was like, why don't you drink? Like I didn't understand it back then. I was like, what do you, what do you mean? And then uh, her mom was there, and she was just one of those leathered skin, wasted, older white women that would flash the party, you know. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, that's why. <laughs> yeah. And then I completely understood. You're like, oh, because your mom shows her tits at dive bars and she's 50. That's why you're sober. That checks out. That makes sense. I'll leave you alone now. My bad. I didn't understand. Did the titties look, did the titties look good, though? Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, titties, titties are titties, man. Titties are. Whether they're, wrapped, whether they're leathered up titties. I took a picture on my flip phone. That's how long ago. I'm like, look at these titties. Bro, it's like, I, it's like, I, I still be like, ah. Well, the titties. Give know? me those freckly titties. <laughs> <laughs> but I've seen, but here's the thing. Like, I, and I told this story, I tell the story on stage too, but I've seen what addiction does, right? It's like, I've seen like. It's the worst. Like, it's my the dad, worst. the reason why, one of the reasons why I, I call, like, I, I started to call my dad when he was, was alcohol. I call my dad Alcoholic Earl. That's what I would call him, right? Because, you know, I felt like when he would drink, it would turn him into the, a different person. And, um, you know, I don't know if you know the story, but like, me and my brother, we had to, we had to fight my dad. We, we stopped my dad out. Because of his alcoholism, you know, he was his, he was, he, it was continuous of him being drunk and abusive, and then one day just it just got out of hand. You yeah, know, you got him. We, we choked him out. You know, he, he slammed. It's like my brother, my dad had these rules, right? My one of my dad's rules was if anybody puts their hands on your brother, I don't care who it is, you know, you got to beat their ass. You got to jump them together. It's a good daddy. But, but then it was his hand, bad daddy. And then exactly. <laughs> so when it was his turn, it was just like, oh, oh now you niggas want to follow the rules, huh? It was just like, I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so we, you know, we we stomped my dad out, and you know, in in the middle of stopping him, I felt bad. I felt bad, and you know, I remember he was like, hey, well, I, "I bought you niggas these shoes." Like, yeah. <laughs> imagine buying the, the shoes that that you getting stomped out in. It's, it's crazy, but like, you know, I felt bad because I was just like, "Yo, my dad has a real problem, and he like he can't kick it." I know, but 
you know, don't feel bad about beating him up when he's beating you up. It's just for every action, there's a reaction. I understand. Right. But that, that if he wasn't beating you up, you never would have laid a hand on him. Well, and that's the thing, too. Foot. It was, yeah, foot, yeah. <laughs> so it was one of those things like, yeah, the you know. the stomp is a bit, is a yeah. bit, you know. I've had my head stomped, and I was like, did you have to do that? <laughs> <laughs> you had to do that. You could have punched me. If you've never, if you've never <laughs> been stomped out before, it's a different type of thing. Oh, like, it's different. The aerial view of scenes like this, this feet, just like this looking up and being like, these they're trying to kill me. Yeah. They're trying to kill me right now. And it's just like, you know. We weren't, but it felt like it was like this, this is also years of abuse that we saw with our, whether it was with us or our mother and stuff like that. So it's pent up rage, you're it was taking it out. Yeah, this is like over 15 years of abuse, and it was just this what we was taking out on him. And it's just like you know, he didn't get sober off that immediately, but like I felt like that definitely pushed him in the right direction and knocked some sense into him. <laughs> <laughs> it stomped some sense into him, whatever you know. I always say we like we, we hang on, I gotta go kick some sense into my dad. <laughs> But it was like, you know, my dad and I were cool now. He's been in therapy. You know, I've been in therapy. He's been sober over 10, 15 years now. And it's just like, you know, he, he for sure has. Every know, time he starts acting up, you put on Stomp Yard. You know? <laughs> <laughs> in river dance. You see those feet, daddy? They're coming. You be good. Let me tell you something. My, oh. my dad ain't no sucker. Let me tell you something. The day, like after we stomped my dad out, right? My brother, he ended up uh, going off to college like uh, pretty soon after that. And my dad was just like on some like, yeah, nigga, it's, you want to fight me one on one now? Let's 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 go. Let's yeah. like he was he wanted he wanted his rematch. And in my head, I was like, you'll never get a rematch. You'll never get one. Like I I I have I have the ultimate trump card. Yeah. You'll never get this trump card back. Yeah. You, know, you spanked me as a kid. Yeah. That's that's okay. Cool. But I I did this. I have something. Every kid has wanted to punch their parent at least one time. But I want to beat my parents' ass because they did made me go to my room or whatever. I did it. Yeah, I have something that a lot of people. It's okay to look up to me, man. I'm, a, I'm kind of, a, I'm kind of an American hero for yeah, this. Yeah, you, ha- you do have that card. Whenever he tries to punk you, be like, "How'd that puma taste? <laughs> she got how'd these Asics taste? Yo, you get these Asics, yeah." So it's like when I how'd, see how'd that puma you paid for taste? <laughs> I paid eighty dollars for these fucking shoes. <laughs> how those Adidas taste? Um, damn, that's wild shit. Yeah, I never beat my daddy up. I just real mean to him with my tongue now. I said, you shut the fuck up, old man. <laughs> I got the upper hand now. You're losing it. <laughs> Are you not close with your pops like that? Oh, no, I'm so close. But yeah, he was a lunatic. Yeah. My daddy was so crazy. Fucking so crazy. He was just nuts. I remember him almost fighting a homeless man over a, the homeless guy hit his car. Not like he, like just, you know, just get out of the car like, fuck you. And then I remember him yelling at the police. He's white, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah that's why he's so alive with that. Okay, makes sense. And then, uh, <laughs> he's it's just so a wild. my dad would be like, ah! <laughs> they would have unloaded on my dad. Go ahead, I'm sorry. I know, that's why I say he's white. I, my, my apologies for America's so you, so racism. So your mom is uh Mexican. Mexican, yeah. And my dad is uh white, white boy, blue eyes, blonde hair when he was a kid. Now he's light brown and green eyes. It changes. Yeah. yeah, it is. It like change. true blue, like sea blue, like crazy blue. It's wild. That's crazy how the eyes do change colors over time yeah. for when our parents get older. Yeah, I've, I've seen that a few times. And he was from Boston. And I, I don't even know. Yeah, his, I just know that my Nana had to flee his dad. That's how crazy it was. They ran from him. Damn. And they flew, uh, fled across the country. Of course, he found them. So they don't really talk about what went down. I don't know what did, but obviously, if you flee, it can't be good. Yeah. And my 
white side they just bottle it in like i don't even know about my uncle that died when my dad was like 20 or, mm. or i don't even know see that's terrible 15 16 i know my uncle was like 22 when he died and my father was like 15 16 yeah and he won't talk about it those fools just drink and be like no and i was like i don't know nothing about that side other than they're all firecrackers <laughs> <laughs> like, and do you want to know do you are you like when I, oh for sure yeah, yeah yeah we would ask my nana questions she'd tell us they're all they're all nuts i love it though it's what made me who i am like i make fun of them they think i'm talking shit this is love like if i'm not talking about you i don't love you yeah like, that's what you don't understand and and then maybe it's dark and you don't like it but it happened daddy <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's how i look at it it's like the incidents with my, my mom and my dad with, with drugs and alcoholism and stuff like that i i go like dog if i didn't go through that i definitely wouldn't be a comedian and it's just like and we help other people with this shit. How yeah. many people are going to be like, fuck, I stomped my dad out? Yeah. <laughs> well, I have a lot of people after shows when I tell that story, they will come up to me and if their parent was in the military, they all, most people would say their parents are really strict if they were in the military. So like, they're coming to me like, yo, my dad did this, my dad did that, my mom did this, she, she did that too. And it's just like, you know, you telling me your story, even though I didn't react the same way you did, you understand, I wished I did did what you did. You know what I'm saying? I wish I was able to, I wish I was able to have, I don't want to say the heart because I don't want to say you're, you don't have a heart or you're soft for not doing it. But like, it's like some people feel like they were just like, they were so afraid that they didn't do it. But it's like, you're, you're I truly your story. turning against your own. It's the hardest thing to do ever, you know? Yeah, and it took us years. I don't think we, we didn't do it immediately. This is years upon years of abuse. Yeah, so. I, like, I wouldn't say like we got beat like that, but it was just scary, you know? Yeah all the time or most of the time you're just scared you just lived in fear we went through progression it was like it started off as you know grabbing and like a, a hand to the a hand to the back spanking you and then it progressed to the belt and then i remember when it uh it progressed to the extension cord like you know just to like electrical extension cord. i remember i remember the day it happened because um you were like hey now yeah. oh was <laughs> this <different>. is fucked <laughs> up because no what happened was it's like John is different my boy my boy he told me uh pain is mental and i was probably like six or seven he's like pain is mental he's like just pretend you're your favorite like uh marvel character and he's like i pretend i'm the flash all the time and i run around the house and my mom can't catch he's like, i don't know what it is but i just i feel like i run faster when i act like i'm on the i'm the flash so i was like at the time i love superman so i was like all right cool i'm gonna be superman nobody can hurt him he can take bullets Literally, my, and this is my dad's whoop us. My dad's whoop us like, you know, hey, get get butt naked. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like, when you would get a whoop and you had to get asshole naked. And then I remember I was, uh, my dad was like, he pulled out his belt. And I was like, I don't care. I'm Superman. And I stood in the Superman stance. And my dad hit me with the belt and I didn't budge. And he hit me again and again and again, like three or four times. And I didn't budge at all. He couldn't break me. And I remember just being like, this shit, he was, my boy, it's mental. This is crazy. And I was sitting there like Superman pose. My dad came back in the room and I heard something cut through the air differently. Ugh. It was just something different. It, was, it didn't sound like a belt. It was something different. And that's when I felt the extension cord. And that extension cord came and it hit me in the back of my knee. And I just buckled. I was like, oh, shit. And then he hit me in my ass. And then I fell. And then he came across my chest and then started whipping with the extension cord. I was just like, oh, this is different. Superman can't handle no extension cord. <laughs> yeah. But I was like. You're like, what is this, a surge protector? Is this industrial? <laughs> what, is this? Is this a, what is this? This is the supply of the electricity to the Staples Center? What are you doing? 
What are you doing, Daddy? So it had a different effect. So we progressed from that, from the belt to the extension cord, and then we went from the extension cord later on to just actual just physical violence at that point when we got a little bit like around closer to like teenage age. Yeah, mine wasn't like that. Yeah. Oh man, that's crazy. Mine was I like my mine's mine. I, shit, I don't want to see you getting all deep now. Now I gotta tell mine. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, my dad would only play with us when he was really drunk, and then. It wasn't violence on purpose, but he was hammered, so you always would get hurt. So and you did like he would like like slam my head on the floor. I'm sorry, bro. Broke the fucking ceiling fan and shit. Like I'm not laughing shit. at you. <laughs> so I'd just be like, bam. So you wonder why I don't talk so good. You get your head banged around all the all <laughs> the floor and the wall and the light bulbs. So y'all be play fighting, but since he was too drunk, he didn't know his own strength. Uh yeah, but it was weird. It was weird because it was, it was every time. So it was almost as if it was as if it was intentional. Oh, okay, you know what okay, I mean? Yeah, yeah, okay. Like it was play, and then it turned psycho, and then we got hurt. Did he, when he when he did hurt you though? Did he know like oh shit like my bad? It was just like yeah. And then my mom yelled him, and then he probably didn't remember in the morning. Yeah, 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 man. So. Would you go and um, whoop your dad's ass now for just a, just to no, backtrack all the? <laughs> I just talk shit uh, to him on Instagram and I film it, uh, <laughs> but it's with love, you know. So you get content out of it. So I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, he, he, that's good. He's paying. At least he's, he's helping your, your your content creation out, which is pretty cool, you know. But yeah, it's uh, and then I bring it into my act. I have all these jokes about abuse that I think are fucking hilarious. But the right. audience just turn turns me you know, like, <laughs> like oh, I was like it made me funny, cocksucker. I mean, you know, you know what I don't like is just like you know we're on stage telling you this. It's like we're telling you this from from pain, but it's also just like you know it's funny and it's real. If I wasn't healed, or at least healed enough from it, I wouldn't be able to tell you about it. Right. You know? And I guess that's why we talk about it. I like, I love that stuff. Yeah, it's what helps people. What's help? It's what helps me. I imagine it's what helps you for sure. Yeah, and I don't know. It get a little dark right here. <laughs> 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 I mean, personally, that's, I, when I'm watching stand up, I like like I'm all for the jokey jokes. You know, I'm, I can listen to anything. You know, I can listen to one liners. I can listen listen to political. But when you give me a true life story like that, oh, and you get, and you bring the humor humor into it, I'm just like, bro, like, dog, I, I love that because it's just like. That's real. Everything else that we talk about on stage, there's some realness to it, but it's like we're trying to embellish on something. Or we're trying to, you know, or we're trying to make this funny. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes even the pain and abuse, it might not have been funny in the. Because I always say this too, like it's not funny in the moment when we had to fight my dad and stomp him out. But like when I when I think about it, it's like yo, stomping your parent out is actually kind of hilarious. It really is. And you know, and it's like, <laughs> and then like I look at it like this: we we would have never been able to do that. So my dad would have been able to whoop our ass sober. Luckily, he was drunk. If my dad was sober, he would have beat the brakes off us. But he just, my dad just had no hands when he got drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like, <laughs> so it was like, you know, we're able to have, make that fun. It's just like, you know, with crowds, I do, I do, some do loosen up for the most part. But like, you had your brother too. I think, I thank God for my for sisters. For sure, yeah. Because that's where you just go to. You go to your friends or your siblings and you escape. Oh, I was tell my brother, we had, we had this discussion multiple times. I was like, man, I can't imagine if I would have had to go through all this stuff that I went through by myself as yeah. an only child oh, oh bro i would have been a different human mm-hmm. i would have been i probably would have been a very evil and dangerous motherfucker like i i got you know i literally had chances to join gangs and i would i most likely would have joined those gangs if i didn't have a sibling with me to to, to talk a lot of stuff out i would have been in a gang for sure because i got approached on like two or three occasions and i was just like 
and I was with my brother when I got approached. I remember him being like, "No, nah, we're not. We're not doing this." And we had to like run from shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We were about to get like. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in the valley. Oh shit! And so when I grew, it could be. I know people be like, "Well, it's the valley." Like the valley wasn't. It's not. They got at, shit over there for sure. It's not L.A. dangerous, but it's still dangerous. Yeah. And so like, because a lot of people from L.A. didn't move to the valley, so they brought us. They, they would bring a certain culture, or whatever the case may be. And I would say in L.A., the gangs are more spread out. Like maybe the Latino gangs are more closer around each other, so that can get a little bit more crazy. But like we grew up where it was just like, yo, blacks and Latinos, they didn't. We was scrapping. We didn't get. There was. We didn't get along a lot, unless we were fighting against honestly, like white people. Like yeah. at our at our middle school, we had a, a race war gang between. It was like the white the white skaters at the time was just like beating people up with skateboards. When this was when Tony Hawk got hot, and it was smacking people with skateboards. And then I remember like the Mexican the Mexicans and the blacks were just we we're just like dog like. We got a. The only way we can even beat these motherfuckers is if we join together, even though we don't like each other. So that was like black and brown unity for like the first time I've ever seen it. And we got together and we had like. It's li- crazy because people think LA's so liberal and woke, but it's really racist. Oh, absolutely. Because in the. I remember not in my high school, but nearby Losinger, there was always race Losinger. riots. Mm. Always. You'd hear they shut down the school again. They're just fucking fighting. It's crazy. Yeah. It's so crazy. It's, it's it's crazy. So like I didn't I didn't know you grew up. I didn't know you grew up uh, out, out there. So that's that's yeah. It was the valley was a you know it was fun, but you had you know you had wild times too. You know what I'm saying? And like yeah, I'm, no, I'm I'm South Bay. Yeah, uh, well, Losingers nearby, but like I grew up in Torrance, which is a nice area. But Torrance is weird because it's right near Western, and then there goes T Flats and this and. Uh, is there isn't Torrance 204 for sure. Street and all these these little gangs and you're just like but it's it's just that it's just so weird yeah and then you know then Wilmington that fucking hood down there didn't Russell Westbrook go to Luzinger basketball player I think Russell Westbrook went to Luzinger did he, he went, I, think I didn't he know that I almost I'm almost positive I might if you fact check me in the comment section but I think Russell Westbrook went to Luzinger oh that's dope that's yeah. real though he's got it right now yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean that's the thing. I feel like L.A. L.A. County is so huge, and there's pockets of L.A. that's like people are like you know. I grew up. You get called a Valley boy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you just a Valley boy, or and it was just you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Hey, uh, Narbon, uh, down the way where my dad and mom went. Uh, Forrest Whitaker, Chinadu Unaka, Chinadu yeah. star. Yeah, he's a star already. But you watch, watch that name, and uh, Forrest Whitaker, uh, the fucking director, Quentin Tarantino. Right there, Quentin Tarantino with the Narbonne too. Yeah, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my mama and my daddy. That's crazy. Isn't that nuts? Yeah, I went to in the valley. I went to Birmingham and Kennedy, and uh, uh, the people that went to Birmingham were um, T and Samir, sister, sister. It's also funny they just call it Birmingham in the valley. Like yeah. that's Alabama, guys. <laughs> uh. Yeah, Birmingham High School. Um, T and Tamara, sister sister went there. Then Taj Mori. I remember I, I had Spanish class with Taj Mori, and I used to like help him write letters to this girl he had a crush on. That was like one of my closest friends growing up, and uh, it was pretty. He was super cool. He played football, like super super nice. It was like some of the kids that we ran into that were celebrities. They 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 remained humbled and grounded, which was pretty cool because you always hear about like if a cele- you meet a celebrity, they can be assholes and stuff like that. But he was he was he ma- he wanted to have a regular childhood, in which I I think a lot of people respected him for because it was just like oh he wants to be us. He doesn't want to be this. He's smart guy, but he doesn't want to be smart guy. You know. You made me remember a horrible story. 
of that one kid from Dennis the Menace. I've told this story before. There was this one child actor. He was in Dennis the Menace with Walter Matthau. And I was the same age as that kid actor. And he came to my school. And it wasn't just me. The whole school just like picked on him for whatever reason. And then he just Damn. stopped going to school. Was he the Dennis the Menace actor or he, he was, was in his, the movie? He was the kid's friend. He's like, this is my buddy. This is my pal. All I know is I remember that kid being in school. And like kids started fucking with him. And for some, whatever reason, you just kind of joined in. It was like Lord of the Flies. And, and then he just stopped coming to school. Damn. And I'm eight, man. I don't know. I'm sorry. Is he? Is so he a, I was the leader of the pack. I'm just kidding. I was not. <laughs> like, oh, I, was, I was going ham with his motherfucker. I just remember partaking once. But I remember. Yeah, that, that kid. kid. Yeah, that kid. Oh, yeah. That kid went to my school, Victor Elementary in Torrance, California. And I just remember the kids picking on him. And I probably joined. When you, so when you guys I, were picking on, did you see him like? Did you see? I the remember effect? getting mad. No one's beating him up, but we're just like, "That's that kid from that movie. Get him!" <laughs> you know. <laughs> and we did. We did that. I remember this big tall kid that could beat us all up. So we're like, "Let's get him in the field and fuck him up." And me and my buddy just <laughs> took him down and kicked him. Yeah, I don't know why. He was a nice kid, just bigger than us. So we wanted to take him out. You know. Oh shit! That fucked up. Big old tall. Where's he? What's he doing right now? The kids you just showed. Is he? Is he okay? Like, (laughs) did you fuck him up for life? That's so fucked up. Why would I do that? I mean, when you're, I wasn't really a bully though, because I was a small kid. I got bullied too. But like, why would? I remember going to my buddies like, "Hey, let's take down this big guy or what?" You know? Yeah. But he could have fucked us up too. It wasn't like, like I'm picking on a small guy. Yeah, I I mean, I don't know, man. I feel like too, you know, we kind of grew up in kids. But we kind of grew up in a culture of making fun of, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I did a lot of making fun of, like, I shouldn't have probably done that. I know I probably affected some people. I got made fun of, too, but, like... We all did. That's what I mean. It was it was relentless circle of it. Yeah. Everyone felt suicidal at one point. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, but that's it's like, dark. But you, I mean, what I'm saying, though, you did what was done to you a lot of times. Like, bullies, like, bully would start to bully, you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, that's like, what it is. I remember getting bullied, and then I think I started, I was like, fuck this. I can't be on the receiving end of this. Yeah. I better turn into something. Looks like he was just a child actor through the 90s and then kind of stopped. He's doing all right. I hope he's a veterinarian or something real nice. Damn. Something real sweet, you know. I, and also, I always think about the, the I mean, that's, that's going down a dark, dark rabbit hole. But I always feel about tra- child actors. Like, they just feel like, you, they always, you can look in their eyes and be like, something's not right, man. Well, the, the one, the, yeah. The, the, don't get your child into acting. I don't The track record of them isn't so good. That's all I'm going to say on that. Uh, yeah, my uh, niece is beautiful, and she booked a lot of work. And then my sister's like, ah, that's enough of that. She pulled her out. Yeah, because it's just too Man. weird. If it if if they continue, it gets weird. Yeah. The only normal people are the ones that get out and go to college and retire. Fucking look at Corey Haim, Corey Feldman. Oh man. Uh, the list is so long. It's so dark. Anyways, let's bring some positivity. <laughs> We're gonna talk about fuselage. <laughs> We just went through like a whole hour of abuse podcast. Fuck. <laughs> but it's good. It helps people. Like, well, I think there's there's funny moments in there with it. I mean, sure. you know, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to shift gears what, to, Greg? Uh, yeah, maybe we won't clip up the abuse. I don't want my dad to beat me again. <laughs> <laughs> you can clip mine up. But, yeah, yeah. I was saying, I ain't tripping. Um, well, I have, let me just think of anything else. I got a final question I always ask. No, I just love you, bro. I have utmost respect for you. You're funny as fuck. You've been in these streets and you you hustle and you did the damn thing. And it, it it's it's great to see people win, you know. And I and I just I just love it, man. 
and this shit you know how this game is it's so crazy man i i appreciate it number one and it's always cool just meeting um other just cool cats and like humble cats i feel like you're you are one of the few people that every time i see you like, I'm happy to see. Yeah, you know? and I can't say that about all, but there's a lot of people where you're like, For oh, sure. I love that fool. Yeah. How you doing? How's it, you know, you care. And then, you know, others, uh, I would say succubuses. Just, like, you're good energy. There's these other people where you hide from. You go, oh, fuck, yeah. I got to talk to that guy. <laughs> For sure. Damn. And then there's fools like you where you're like, oh, it's nothing but love. It's just uh, a respect and, I guess, camaraderie or yeah, and, and maybe like you said, it might have been because you know we there's certain when you're on certain when you're on a shitty show with another comedian, you kind of bond. Yeah, you kind of bond. You be like, oh, we gotta just bro, like you see what's happening right now. And then it's like I think you headlined that show, didn't you? That military show. I think you closed it out. Um, or some, maybe somebody else did. But you I did, like, or we did, or I did. I, I don't one, remember. Either one one of us did, but like I just know like it was one of those like whoever went up was just like, oh, good luck, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> good luck. This shit is brutal, and it's just like I now, remember you uh, brought merch and then. <laughs> Did, and then didn't sell it afterwards. <laughs> Yo, I brought t-shirts. I'm like, yeah. Because I'm in the military. I'll be good. Nigga, they going to support me. I'm going to do these military jokes. I'm going to sell at least like 20 t-shirts. I'll be so straight. We didn't fully describe this shit. This shit ended up being a, a, a mess hall for construction workers with one security guard and a dog. There was nothing there. There was Weird Island people. Oh, the guy shit. that just was just feeding the little small foxes that were yeah it was yep. weird it was weird man oh, i fucking brought merch and i didn't even pull that shit no, out yeah, bro yeah. i'm going back to the spiders <laughs> <laughs> i'm going back oh man but yeah man yeah i appreciate it i appreciate just any opportunity i got a chance to like just rock with you on stage and being even being on the podcast bro and you know of course man um, um the, the older i get i feel like i kind of get a you know i've been getting i, I don't know man I, i'm like I'm, i'll be 37 this year and i'm like i'm starting to get more emotional man me too. Well, because everybody's dying. <laughs> well, shit, that too. Yes. So you're just like, I better tell this fool I love him before, <laughs> before hey, Greg, the federalities come storming in, you know? Greg, I love you, dog. I love you too, man. Bro, for real, man. Nothing yeah, but love. Bro. And I, I, I think what it is too, it's just that game, recognized game, the tenacity. Because this shit's hard. Yeah. It's so hard. Like, I don't, I know I'm blessed and all, and I'm living my dream, but I can't express how hard this shit is yeah it's just that's why we always say we're in the trenches yeah have you been have you had a moment to where you wanted to quit oh so many times yeah oh i never will um it's it's just hard <laughs> yeah it's just i just start crying it's just so <laughs> hard <laughs> but there's nothing else i would rather do so it's just this thing you yeah. know it's all those cheesy emotional things you see on the internet like don't think about the whole picture you'll just yeah. get engulfed with anxiety just one step and just fucking faith yeah because that shit gets scary man you get closer to 40 and you're like all right i don't own nothing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i got i got my jokes man and you just start thinking you see all these corporate pencil pushers making it buying homes and shit and just like fuck, I don't want, I don't like fluorescent light bulbs unless they're mine and I purchased them, and it's for a show. Yeah, I don't want to wear tidy whities and have my sperm count go down. <laughs> I don't want to give up just yet. Trust I, me. I, I want, yeah, I want to sniff wood at Home Depot. I don't want to work at <laughs> Home Depot. And, and that's what it is. That's literally what keeps me going. It's just like I go and go like, damn, I if I've. 
I, I got to go back to Home Depot, bro, because that's my last working experience. And that, I quit Home Depot in 2017, and I quit, and then I booked a Home Depot commercial. <laughs> <laughs> like a, like a, a national Home Depot commercial. That, that's the most serendipitous shit I ever heard. My, that was God right there. I'm bro, telling you that much. Greatest story. It was literally, I know you got to, we're going to wrap it up or whatever, just real quick. Like I was, No, we're good, man. So what happened was it's like um I think a few stores like Best Buy, Home Depot, they, they like they sometimes they want you they want real workers in the commercials. So they'll put up like a flyer in there saying like, hey, if you want to audition, you got to go to this Home Depot over here and you get to audition, right? And so I remember I had a homegirl that worked there. She got it. She got she actually bought her her breast from her Home Depot commercial money. She like she got her her. So I was like, it must pay some pretty good money. Yeah yeah yeah. And you so, see the tits on her. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Now that's a payday. But she was like, I made she was like, she was like I made over twenty five thirty grand off this commercial. I was just like, oh shit, all right. So um I so I go and audition for it and um and then I remember the guy going like, you know what? I audition goes, you know what? I might use you. And I'm just like, yeah sure. Like I know how this goes. You just you just talking fright telling to everybody. So I was having a lot of stress at work, and I remember just being telling my manager, I was like, "Hey, man, you know, you know, you haven't been giving me any help in receiving. I just need some. I need to take some time off. I just need to take like a leave of absence for like two or three days." And he was just like, "What do you even do here?" He's a new manager, so he's like, "What do you even do here?" And I was like, "You know what? Fuck you, bro. I put my two weeks in that day. Beautiful. I put my two weeks Beautiful. in. That, I put my two weeks in that day. And the only thing I had lined up was one college gig in West Virginia. And I remember after I quit, I was in a hotel in Maryland, about to drive to West Virginia." And I got a call being like, hey, just letting you know you booked a Home Depot commercial. We need your social security number. And I was just like, who just asked for the social over the phone like this? I was just like, okay, sure, I booked it. I thought it was my boy, my boy Robert. And I was just like, yeah, my, my social security number is like 97. I gave him this fake-ass number. And he's like, all right, no problem, cool. Then they called me on Sunday. It was just like, yo, so we need your, your sizes for your fitting. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, this is real. He'd be like, hey, let me change that social. I want to get paid. I want to get paid. Immediately, I was just like, oh, my social security. She's like, don't worry about that. We're going to get all the paperwork from you when you get here in person. So I was like, cool. And then I booked that commercial, and they ran that shit. It was a it was a Christmas Home Depot commercial, and they ran it for two Christmases. Ooh. So, like, in 2017, they ran it. Then they ran it again in 2018 and Christmas time again. And, dog, you understand, that literally fucking saved my life financially. And I haven't worked a day job since. That's beautiful. Bro, and that's, see what I mean? Take the leap. Take the leap. Take the leap. Take the leap, bro. Because if I didn't, I wouldn't have booked that commercial. I don't think I would take would've. the leap, but maybe have a little bit of savings. <laughs> have a little bit of savings. You well, know? the only thing is, I had, I had, I had like hundreds of hours of vacation saved up because I never took vacation. So that money also uh, was a cushion for me too. So I essentially had like four or five paychecks in vacation saved up. So I was, Dude, I was just straight. Save the paychecks. You know, maybe a little pallet of copper fell off the truck <laughs> on your last day. You know, you got that settlement. <laughs> that, what's that called when they fire you? Severance. Yeah. That's my severance. Look away, Tony. <laughs> Look away. That's my copper. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I would have stole more, to be honest, but no, I didn't. No, that's bad. That's bad juju, bad energy. I uh, I stole from shit and, in the past, and then I got sober, and then I stopped. I mean, I'd eat fucking rotten food that don't count they're well, throwing also, it away wait 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 wait. trader joe's, trader joe's. Oh, okay spoils but it. cart you know it does it wasn't really rotten i thought you were the person stealing shit in the break room i would have been on your ass oh <laughs> you stole food from no. the break room maybe a couple times well, you you are scum i bro. would steal your new sandwich <laughs> i'd steal your new sandwich if it was in there too long no name fair game that was my rules write your name on it i'm cool bro i respect <laughs> names I, okay I, I respect names thank you for respecting at least names i've got my shit stolen at home depot 
mo- on multiple occasions, and I literally called out the break room. Was like, I'm willing to, I'll fight man, woman, child, whoever stole yeah, yeah, this yeah. shit. They steal your meal. That's that's death. Because you can't leave. It's like this is my 30 minute break. I I'll can't go fight get lunch. a pregnant woman over a tuna sandwich. <laughs> 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 for sure where's my lunch oh you <laughs> diabolical bastard still in, you still in fucking lunch food you bastard Monst- no 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 i worked at a grocery store though we had food was abundant if you stole your meal where are you gonna go chew on wood you know <laughs> exactly <laughs> we <man>. had everything <laughs> i'm sorry i repent i didn't mean it everybody i was on drugs I'm working on it. I'm seeing the hypnotherapy. I'm drinking this bullshit. I'm trying my best. I'm trying to be good. Have integrity. It's hard when you're horny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a clip. Uh, Do you feel like those healthy smoothies have made you... uh stronger in the bedroom no i feel like every time i better myself the devil goes hey relapse man oh go shit. fuck go bear back a hooker let's live craig you know oh that's too much <laughs> <laughs> i do every time i feel like i'm going i feel like the darkness is like hey come back <laughs> i really mean that what do you do to stop it or what do you what have you done to stop it if you could have or if you had i dip my toe in the darkness mm. <laughs> uh, i gotta stop that though because that's getting old that's what i've done throughout my life i feed into it i gotta i'm just trying you know we i, I do everything i said is real i'd go to that fucking natural holistic doctor that's helping me try meditating uh it's just it, you know uh n- not to be negative about a positive it just gets exhausting but then if you don't work do the work it's worse yeah you know that journaling shit all the hippie tricks yeah. uh uh earthing everything every stereotype you could possibly think of that crystals laying on soil nature meditating yoga uh health uh alive foods yeah I'll, yeah i eat mcdonald's too i'm fucking human but you know what i mean if you eat mcdonald's obviously you're human they taste real good but <laughs> right, just bro. get some of this shit too i guess i'm um, just trying to balance it all out you know mm. fucking live a good clean life yeah it's just uh you know i've tasted salt and cocaine <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to forget about it's hard to forget about <laughs> I know I've never been on I've never done coke before <laughs> but let me ask you this what is the experience if you can put it if you can explain it because I've, well, I've never had well let's just say when your it. father whipped out that extension cord <laughs> you may have you may have switched from pain to enjoyment and be like let, I, give me that back oh wow you know, I don't, it just changes it you feel like superman you feel invincible invincible I said invincible <laughs> it makes you talk like that no uh Everything's interesting. Uh, shitty conversations become fascinating. Mm-hmm. The dishes become enjoyable. That's why people get addicted. <laughs> oh, I love these dishes. <laughs> no wonder everybody wants to uh, do it. You might have ruined my life, bro. Hey, you need a vacuum your home? Here you go, bro. <laughs> I hate dishes, and I might do coke to get, get through dishes. No, no, don't do it, man. <laughs> We're talking about vibrating higher, and I got keen in the relapse. I never, not even relapse. Try coke. Relapse, that's for me. <laughs> Oh man! Oh wait, the final question: uh, Do you have a good pooping your pants story? And uh, shit the bed, embarrassing moment. Uh, you know, I have a, um, I have one when I was younger, 
and then I have one where I almost cheated on myself in college. Um, the one when I was younger. Um, so my dad, when my dad, my dad used to like to take long road trips. So I was probably about like a lot of things happened to me around seven or eight. <laughs> so around like seven or eight years old, um, my dad he would always ask him before a long road trip, "Hey, use the bathroom before you go anywhere." I was like, "All right, cool, dad, I already use the bathroom." He's like, "Keenan, I didn't see you use the bathroom." Use the bathroom because I'm not stopping anywhere for you to use the bathroom. I was like, I'm good. It was different back then. We didn't stop. My, my cousin Lulu shit out the window. <laughs> we kept going. We keep going. So what happened was um, we're on this road. Trip. I was like, Dad, I gotta go to the bathroom. He said, Didn't I fucking tell you we're not stopping? I was like, Dad, but I have to go to the bathroom. Like I like I have to go. I have to do number two. And he's just like, You're, You first of all, you better not shit in my car. And we're not stopping. We're like 30 minutes away from the house. I was like, all right, 30 minutes ain't 30 minutes ain't happening, bro. I got three seconds. <laughs> so I shat in my pants. I don't know if that's the right context, but I shat in my pants. And I, I think I had, did I have like some like Batman underwear on? So I had like the Batman like dun dun duns on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and I, I felt the ball oh. in my draw. <laughs> and my dad was like, I, I know you. I know you. He, my dad had this dope ass Chrysler that talked to you too. He had his dope. It's a Chrysler that would kind of like put the key in the ignition. I forgot what the car was called, but it <laughs> Knight was like, Rider. It was kind of awesome, it was kind of awesome Night Rider shit, but yeah. it was a dope ass like Burgundy Chrysler. And so <laughs> he was hot that I shit it in the, in the in the back seats. And my brother's back there laughing. He's like, "Oh, you better get your ass whooped." So what my dad did when we finally got home. He got, we got out the car and he made sure. He walked me to a few of my friends' house that was in our same complex. That's a that's a little, that's a bit extra. <laughs> that's hey, a how y'all doing? I'm just letting y'all know, uh, Kenny right here. You want to talk to Kenny real quick? What's that? Yeah, over here shitting in his pants, like you know he. And so, like you know, <laughs> I'll tell you a lot of things. A lot, a lot of things shaped me as a person. You know what I'm saying? I've went through a lot of mental and physical abuse, and I love my. Me and my dad are tight now, so don't don't get it twisted. Me and my dad are like it's like my like one of my. I know we're telling now. these crazy stories, but it's about healing. Yeah, he loves his father. Sure. I love my father. It's about that. It's my, about full. Yeah, come on. My back. dad is literally. I think he's out here right now. I'm gonna go visit him uh, this weekend because he's gonna be out in Oceanside. So like, um, but yeah. So that happened, and I was just like, yeah. I just remember that because I remember just. I would just remember it was like literally like, like a ball like this big, like a fistful of shit. Yeah, when you're a little kid, you always have those pebble poops. You know, it looks like. Uh, Flintstone pebbles or something. <laughs> I don't know why I said Flintstones, but you know, you know what I'm talking about. Cocoa puffs. Yeah, yeah, just pebbles. You yeah. just shit pebbles. Like, why is it pebbles? Why is it a rock? This wasn't pebbles. This this is one of those like it just like, like swirled of like ice cream that you know how it didn't didn't snip off until the end and then it just formed into a ball. And then when you have dentinans on, shit can't come through dentinans. It's like they're tighty whitey, so yeah, they're yeah. they're on you. So it's, it stayed in there, and you saw he had a double nut sack that evening. <laughs> <laughs> Get a nut sack and a shit sack. <laughs> so yeah, literally, like that's my thing now. I make sure I go to the bathroom before I go anywhere. Um, you know, I will pull over to shit if I have to. But like, yeah, man. Man, parents are way nicer now. I remember that. Like, you got in trouble if you pooped or shit your pants or vomited, and like, I remember my sister got spanked for throwing up. I'm like, she's sick, bro. <laughs> she's sick. And now she hurts. <laughs> fucking 90s bro what were our parents thinking this, this shit is happening to me too it's like I, what you, my dad should be like if you throw up i'm like what do you mean if I, my body's I doing feel it? good <laughs> you fed me the poison motherfucker what did you give me i'm nine <laughs> <laughs> yeah man it was different back then these kids don't know oh man I mean, maybe some of them do it. I'm real sorry. <laughs> Good luck. Just, just, just focus on the light, man. 
focus on the light bulb connected to the extension cord whipping your ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's dark. Oh, well, yeah, that's it, man. If we just thank you for a poop story. Of course, man. And uh, I just love you. And he's funny as fuck. Check him out. Love you too, bro. And and uh, yeah, that's it. If you're a child of abuse, good luck. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't do it. All right. <laughs> I'm with you. We could go Al Anon together. You want to go to a meeting? <laughs> you want to cry on each other's shoulders? And I know everybody's got better or worse or this or that, you know. Like, I don't know what happened to my dad. I don't want to know, actually. I'm good. I'm good. I don't need to know. <laughs> but I just love you all. Keep vibrating higher. Keep your head up. All that shit. Um, hustle. And that's it, man. God bless. Peace out, homies. <laughs>